No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see that Judah refused to fear the Lord, and her prophets prophesied lies. Therefore, God would bring Babylon against her. But what would she do in the end? We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Jeremiah chapter 5 on Simply the Bible. Gravity is a physical law. You can count on the fact that if you jump off a high place, well, guess what? You will fall. You know, there are also spiritual laws, and one of them is the law of sowing and reaping. The Apostle Paul tells us that God is not mocked. Whatever a person sows, he will also reap. Now, the nation of Judah had sown wickedness, but they would soon reap judgment. We continue today in Jeremiah chapter 5. Run to and fro through the streets of Jerusalem. See now and know and seek in her open places if you can find a man. Is there anyone who executes judgment, who seeks the truth, and I will pardon her? Though they say, as the Lord lives, surely they swear falsely. Now, the Lord sent Jeremiah on a mission to go through Jerusalem to find just one upright person living there. And if there was anyone who sought the truth, then God would spare the entire city. The background for this was when Abraham asked the Lord if he would spare the city of Sodom if there were just 10 righteous people living there. But that requirement was not met in Sodom, nor would it be met in Jerusalem. Even though the people said, as the Lord lives, they were swearing falsely because they did not really trust in the Lord. Therefore, judgment was inevitable. O Lord, are not your eyes on the truth? You have stricken them, but they have not grieved. You have consumed them, but they have refused to receive correction. They have made their faces harder than rock. They have refused to return. Therefore, I said, surely these are poor. They are foolish, for they do not know the way of the Lord, the judgment of their God. I will go to the great men and speak to them, for they have known the way of the Lord, the judgment of their God. But these have altogether broken the yoke and burst the bonds. God had stricken the people in various ways, but they did not grieve. They did not realize that the hand of the Lord was against them, and that's why they were suffering. They refused to receive correction because they did not want to walk in the truth. So Jeremiah thought that it was because they were poor and uneducated. He thought he would then appeal to the wealthy and educated ones. Surely they had been schooled in the law of God and they would respond to Jeremiah's message. But they also broke the bonds of God's law to go their own way. You know, we may think that the educated are more interested in knowing the truth about God, but so often the educated are the first to spurn faith in God and they have no desire to keep his commandments. Verse 6, therefore a lion from the forest shall slay them, a wolf of the deserts shall destroy them, a leopard will watch over their cities, everyone who goes out from there shall be torn in pieces, because their transgressions are many, their backslidings have increased. What do you think would be worse, being killed by a lion, destroyed by a wolf, 
or stalked by a leopard. God would use all three beasts to warn the people of their imminent danger. Now, this was probably symbolic of the Babylonians attacking them from all sides. This would happen because the transgressions and the backslidings of Judah had only increased. The spiritual reformations that had occurred during King Josiah's reign brought no lasting change to the hearts of the people. How shall I pardon you for this? Your children have forsaken me and sworn by those that are not gods when I had fed them to the full. Then they committed adultery and assembled themselves by troops in the harlots' houses. They were like well-fed, lusty stallions. Everyone neighed after his neighbor's wife. Shall I not punish them for these things, says the Lord? And shall I not avenge myself on such a nation as this? The people had turned to the religion of the idolatrous Canaanites. Now keep in mind, they had come into the land to get rid of that sort of false religion. But now they were practicing it themselves. And the practices of this religion were unbelievably immoral. Baal was the storm god who provided the needed rain. The worship of Baal involved sexual relations with temple prostitutes to guarantee a fruitful harvest. When God did bless the people, rather than them being thankful to him, the men became like lusty stallions, each name after his neighbor's wife. Didn't God's justice demand that he punish them for these things? We also live in a culture where sexual immorality is commonplace. How many television programs can you find that celebrate monogamy and sexual relations between a man and woman married to each other? The world has changed the standards so that nothing is safe from sexual But God's standards have not changed. We are told in Hebrews chapter 13, marriage is honorable among all and the bed undefiled. But fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. Verse 10, go up on her walls and destroy, but do not make a complete end. Take away her branches, for they are not the Lord's. For the house of Israel and the house of Judah have dealt very treacherously with me, says the Lord. God's people had dealt treacherously, feigned devotion to him, while their hearts were running after their own interests. Therefore, God would bring judgment to remove the dead branches. They have lied about the Lord and said, It is not he. Neither will evil come upon us, nor shall we see sword or famine. And the prophets become wind, for the word is not in them. Thus shall it be done to them. Now the Lord sent Isaiah Jeremiah and Ezekiel and other prophets to warn Judah of the impending doom and the Babylonian invasion, but the people despised their prophecies. They accused the prophets of being nothing more than windbags. Therefore, thus says the Lord God of hosts, because you speak this word, behold, I will make my words in your mouth fire, and this people would, and it shall devour them. So God would make the word given to Jeremiah like a fire that would consume the people as though they were wood. God's word can be a fire to consume or it can cleanse or comfort. It all depends on whether or not we are willing to receive it. To those who resist his word, 
then it will become as a consuming fire. Behold, I will bring a nation against you from afar, O house of Israel, says the Lord. It is a mighty nation. It is an ancient nation, a nation whose language you do not know, nor can you understand what they say. Their quiver is like an open tomb. They are all mighty men, and they shall eat up your harvest and your bread, which your sons and daughters should eat. They shall eat up your flocks and your herds. They shall eat up your vines and your fig trees. They shall destroy your fortified cities in which you trust with the sword. Now, the quiver of the Babylonians was like an open tomb. In other words, they would have expert archers with deadly aim. They would eat the food allotted to the children of Judah, and they would take away all their livelihood, destroying their fortified cities. Nevertheless, in these days, says the Lord, I will not make a complete end of you. And it will be when you say, why does the Lord our God do all these things to us? Then you shall answer them, just as you have forsaken me and served foreign gods in your land, so you shall serve aliens in a land that is not yours. Despite their many transgressions, God would still show mercy and not make a complete end of them. In that day, they would say, why is God letting this happen? Then the Lord would tell them that as they had forsaken him to serve foreign gods in their own land, so they would now serve foreigners in a foreign land. Their punishment fit their crime. Hear this now, O foolish people, without understanding, who have eyes and see not, and who have ears and hear not. Do you not fear me, says the Lord? Will you not tremble at my presence? Who have placed the sand as the bound of the sea by a perpetual decree that it cannot pass beyond it? And though its waves toss to and fro, yet they cannot prevail. Though they roar, yet they cannot pass over it. But this people has a defiant and rebellious heart. They have revolted and departed. They do not say in their heart, let us now fear the Lord our God, who gives rain both the former and the latter in its season. He reserves for us the appointed weeks of the harvest. Your iniquities have turned these things away and your sins have withheld good from you. You see, their basic problem was that they did not fear the Lord. Even the ocean waves obey him, but his people were defiant and would not obey. It is the same today. People don't fear the Lord. If they did, then they wouldn't do the wicked things that they do. They think that God is weak or that he doesn't see or that he doesn't care. But shouldn't a people tremble at the presence of God who holds their breath in his hand? Shouldn't they fear the Lord who controls all nature and keeps our world from harm in a hostile universe? Shouldn't they fear God who is the true weatherman, bringing the winds and the rains, and who determines whether or not they will prosper? Shouldn't they fear the Lord who has the power to cast their soul into hell? But the people had a defiant and rebellious heart so that their sins withheld good from them. Psalm 84.11 says, For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. God delights in blessing his people. 
but they are not always in the place where the Lord can freely pour out his blessings upon them as he would like. For among my people are found wicked men. They lie in wait as one who sets snares. They set a trap. They catch men as a cage is full of birds, so their houses are full of deceit. Therefore, they have become great and grown rich. They have grown fat. They are sleek. Yes, they surpass the deeds of the wicked. They do not plead the cause, the cause of the fatherless. Yet they prosper, and the right of the needy they do not defend. Shall I not punish them for these things, says the Lord? Shall I not avenge myself on such a nation as this? Among God's people were wicked and wealthy men. They were deceitful, greedy, and heartless. They lived in self-indulgence, but they would not defend the fatherless and the poor. So the Lord said, should I not punish them for these things? If God did not bring judgment, then he would not be a just judge. An astonishing and horrible thing has been committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests rule by their own power, and my people love to have it so. But what will you do in the end? The prophets prophesied lies, the priests ruled by their own power rather than by God's authority, and the people loved it all this way. They loved lies rather than the truth. But what would they do in the end when they would reap the evil that they had sown? You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify and please leave us a review. Next week, we will see where God told Judah to ask for the old paths and to walk in the good way, but they refused so he would bring calamity from the north against them. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Jeremiah on Simply the Bible.